With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 267 of 40 Going On 14. I am Mike. I am Patrick. I'm Joel. And I'm Josh, and tonight we're talking about bathroom rituals. And the ritual most appropriate when I use the bathroom is the ritual of exorcism. You are correct. Wait a minute, Emily Rose is in your bathroom? (laughs) No, after I'm finished using it, a a small Japanese girl with hair over her eyes comes out, Don't go in there. (laughs) Your mother shit's cocks in hell. Oh, wow, she that's... doesn't crawl out of the toilet like she did the TV. Yeah. Yeah. It's not as quick, but you you get the basic idea. <laughs> I just, the, the terror of, I mean, it, I even hate it like when you have like a random, you guys ever do random wife hairs floating around the bathroom? Yeah. yeah. So hairs you everywhere. have three, three women in your house, so I imagine the hair situation in the bathroom is. Yeah, every now and then one winds up on the seat and you sit down for a second and you like adjust and the hair like brushes up against you. Then you the power get, of crap compels you. Well, then you the get the whole. You. Then you get the whole frightening. Am I sitting on a spider thing? Because that's terrifying too. Dude, the other day I was, uh, yeah, I was sitting in a in a chair. Long story short, a cat walked by and rubbed my leg, and it made me jump out of my chair. I thought, I thought a roach was on me. <laughs> Wait, a I, spider! A spider literally dive bombed my face from the ceiling the other day. It just landed on. <laughs> <laughs> like when you're swiping something and you think it's not a spider, and then a spider the size of a dime falls. Uh. No, wait, this is all yeah, happening while you're... you're. Yeah, in the back of your mind, you're always like, it's not really a spider, but instinctively, and then suddenly, oh god, oh god, it is a spider. Right. How is wrong at your houses? You don't have hairy bathroom spiders running around by you. <laughs> no, and no. Right, so <laughs> if you haven't figured it out, we're talking about from the outhouse to the penthouse, everybody poops. Bathrooms, bathroom rituals, bathrooms when you're kids, bathrooms when you're now. What Let's do you do? Let's just uh, make it clear. We're not going to be talking about, you know, number one and number two habits and things like that. Uh, I, I might. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> we'll probably touch on the subject somewhat, but I mean, well, it's not, it's not a, we're not going to specifically be talking about toilet functioning. So you if you're touching on this. Touching on the subject, you need more layers of TP. <laughs> I'm turtling just thinking about it. I can't touch with my inner self the other day, and that's the last time I ever buy one ply. <laughs> I keep throwing. I, I hoping you got something there, Josh. Just start it up, man. <laughs> if you like one ply, if you like touching the subject, <laughs> you'll find subjects aplenty on the podcast collective. <laughs> Uh, you like rubbing your anus. That Wait. was a shitty segue. Uh, I see what you did there. On the Podcast Collective, there are such shows as The Internet with Scott the Pool Boy, Tales from the Hard Side, The Empty Rant Podcast, 
talk music to me. And of course, the Rad Dad Radio Hour. <laughs> yep. And uh, if you're looking for our older stuff, uh, iTunes, Blueberry, Stitcher, TalkShoe, Podverse FM, NoonFM.com, and Podchaser. Podchaser! And if you want to give us a call and tell us what you think about this shitty show, uh, <laughs> 708-NOW-RAP at 708-669-9727. And thanks for coming back and listening to us after this long break. Yes. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Happy New Year to everybody. Yes. Happy New oh, Year. Wow. Welcome to our bathroom. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a weird way to kick off the year, isn't it? Yeah. Welcome to 2019. Poop. <laughs> <laughs> it's the high quality stuff you keep coming back for, folks, right there. <laughs> okay, there will be more poop talk than I imagined. In yeah. this episode, yeah. I don't know so why. You... much more. Oh. Do you know who you're talking to? Y'all want to see this before I flush it? I don't know. I can imagine a lot. I mean, I know we don't mind talking about poop amongst ourselves. I didn't think we were going to share that with the, the listeners. But I made a slideshow. The listeners are just lucky there's no visual component to the show. <laughs> so glad we're not on YouTube. <laughs> I don't remember eating any of that. We, we get copyright strike for uh, anyway. No, no, go on. Yes, please continue. <laughs> Nope, I'm done. <laughs> All right. I just ran out of gas before I started. <laughs> I see what you did there. Really got to check the tank. Oh, I think it's about that time. It is Wait. totally about that time. This week in music, movies, and TV. Yeah, so Patrick dug up the time for us this time around is January 27th, 1910, the death of Thomas Crapper. If this isn't the earliest we've gone for this weekend, it's in the running. Oh no, yeah, it totally is. I think there was one that was a little bit earlier because I had to like, everything only had like two bullet points because I couldn't find anything. I don't remember off the top of my head what it was for, but it was mm. a memory show for sure. It was our Christmas show. We were talking about the birth of Christ and there was just nothing going on then. <laughs> Somehow, Cheers was still the number one show, though. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Thomas Crapper holds about, I think, eight patents on uh, toilets and indoor plumbing and flushable toilets. He was the one who, who mainstreamed flushable toilets in America. <laughs> you said me. That's what you go for? Uh-huh. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. Not the name Crapper? <laughs> no. That's too easy. Which is where the slang comes from, truthfully. Yeah. yeah. So, Joel. Music. <laughs> All right. The number one song in the land was Let Me Call You Sweetheart by Henry Burr and the Peerless Quartet. Are you gonna... No, don't do that for the rest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do you were done, were... <laughs> And just like that, it's over. <laughs> it's 1910. I'm trying to be, you know. Well, we get it. We, we... People didn't yeah, talk really like got... that. <laughs> Not saying it wasn't clever, but it's going to get old when you get to Django Reinhardt. <laughs> I'll say it. But it wasn't clever. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the slow ball pitch. <laughs> under uh, uh, Jose Garcia Robles, Spanish composer, died at 74 on January 28th, and he was absorbed. Is he doing anything we finding, know Good luck finding anything he composed, though. But apparently he was a composer. Hmm. Yeah. He's got a Facebook page. <laughs> no, not, that's not him. Trust he looks me. really good for his age, man. <laughs> Especially for dying in 1910. Ah, uh, Django Reinhardt, born 
Jean Reinhardt on January 23rd was a Belgian-born jazz guitarist and composer regarded as one of the greatest musicians of the 20th century. He was the first jazz talent to emerge from Europe and remains the most significant. Reinhardt formed the Paris-based quintet du Hot Club de France in 1934, a group that was among the first to play jazz that featured the guitar as a lead instrument. Reinhardt recorded in France with many visiting American musicians, including Coleman Hawkins and Benny Carter, and briefly toured the U.S. with Duke Ellington's orchestra in 1946. Reinhardt's most popular compositions have become standards with gypsy jazz, including Minor Swing, Daphne, Belleville, Jangology, Swing 42, and Nuages. Nuages? I have no idea. It's got to be like a Brazilian word or something. N-U-A-G-E-S. Nuages. Jazz guitarist Frank Vignola claims that nearly every major popular music guitarist in the world has been influenced by Reinhardt, and I would probably say that's true. I've actually heard of him, so yeah. Uh, yeah. The movie uh, Sweet in the Lowdown with um, uh, Sean Penn. Oh, that's right. Penn. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, with Sean Penn. It's uh, loosely based on, on Django. Amazing guitar player. I've, I've at least heard the name. Yeah, nope. same here. Check All right. Moving on to <clears throat> movies. It's a little too far back for weekly box office reports, so the top five movies of the year were Little Snowdrop, Dorothy and the Scarecrow in Oz, Jane Eyre, Piotr Veliki and the White Slave Trade. <laughs> All right, because I'm already on a bunch of lists. I looked it up. Yeah, I specifically did not look it up. I'm like, I just, I just love the title. I don't want to know anything about this movie. Ellen Dietrich, a beautiful girl from a poor background, is offered a well-paid position as a lady's companion in London. Handsome George has been Anna's friend since childhood, and they are now informally betrothed. The skeptical George suspects that the job offer is too good to be true, but Anna dismisses his skepticism as she reports to the London address. The stately home in England turns out to be, dun-dun-dun, a whorehouse. Run by Madame Ella Lacour, a corseted fare thee well, apparently there are no good-looking women in London, so they have to import them from Denmark. Right? That's what I was wondering. I was like, they don't have women in that? <laughs> uh, so... Oh, Wait, don't you want to go to the end? Anna manages to, manages to overpower her first client, but is unable to escape. And I guess that's where it ends. It was only 45 minutes long. Yikes. So I wonder if Dorothy and the Scarecrow and Oz, if they had any wheelers. I'm not looking that up, because I don't <laughs> want to see a wheeler. Legit question. Just imagine a wheeler in 1910. No, Dorothy is captured and put into the sex slaves trade. <laughs> yep. They had wheelers, but they were all penny-farthing wheels. <laughs> We're the wheelers. Yeah, but you're way up there. What are you going to do? That is a great mental image. <laughs> you know what would be terrifying is the Halloween costumes from 1910 that are the wheelers. Oh, yeah. I kind of want to see Mike draw the wheelers with penny farthing wheels. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Robert Earl Jones, born on Feb February 3rd. I don't know why I had trouble with February. <laughs> February 3rd was an African-American actor and prize fighter. One of the first prominent African-American film stars, Jones was a living link with the Harlem Renaissance of the 1920s and 1930s, having worked with Langston Hughes early in his career. Jones was best known for his leading roles in films such as Lying Lips, and later in his career for supporting roles in such films as The Sting, Trading Places, Witness, and the acronym of the week, which is TCC, which I'm pretty sure stands for Turgid Canadian Cocks. <laughs> <laughs> they may be turgid, but they're polite. Yeah. <laughs> Grr. Eh? Eh? 
Uh, no, that is the Cotton Club. <clears throat> Good movie. And, and of course, with the name Earl Jones, he is the only man who could say to Darth Vader's voice actor, "I am your father." Oh, nice. Really interesting. Elmar Close was born on January 26th in Brune, Moravia, Austria, Hungary. He was a director and writer known for The Shop on Main Street, Smirts Sri Rika Anglican, and Abzalovny, among others. Oh, Abzalovny. That was Suzanne and I's first date. We went to go see that. (laughs) Dude, it's amazing. You would think that I practiced saying those, but I did not read ahead. Nice. (laughs) I'm still pretty sure I got them pretty close. I I can't argue with them that that it looks like it might be phonetically correct. Yeah. I don't know. Abzalovny 2 was not as good. That's the first one. The prequel. Oh. <laughs> Dude, that thing was on point. Man. Michael Caine. Oh. Remake that soon. Anyway, Ob- sorry. It was called Obsalub Yet. <laughs> Michael Caine was an American director, producer, playwright, and screenwriter who shared an Academy Award for writing the Tracy Hepburn comedy Woman of the Year. Born on February 1st in Rochester, New York, his first job was writing and acting in the Catskills Resort shows. In 1939, he was signed to a screenwriting contract at RKO and married Faye Mitchell. They collaborated on many projects, notably The Outrage. Together, they received an Academy Award nomination for Teacher's Pet. They were a good duo, Tracy Hepburn. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I've heard of Woman of the Year, but I've never seen it. Oh, it's really good. Yeah, and Teacher's Pet's fantastic. It was the American remake of Abzalavni. <laughs> you bite your tongue. <laughs> All right, so TV, 1910. There was no television. <laughs> Aww. Uh, but, yet. but yet we have stuff. On January 26th, Carrie, 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 oh, Carrie Nation. two different ways, yeah. Yeah, with a Y and an IE, so. Like, like she spelled it IE, but like in the family Bible and everything, and she was named at her birth with a Y, so. Oh, good to know. So Carrie Nation made her last attempt at wrecking a saloon as she invaded a dance hall in Butte, Montana. She was warded off by proprietor May Malloy. Nation, who destroyed saloons and taverns at the beginning of the century, died the following year after collapsing during a speech. Nation's hatchetons? Hatchetations. Hatchetations. Jesus. Are reenacted in episode four, season three of Comedy Central's Drunk History. So I'm sure we would have gotten along real well with that woman. So her whole thing was just running into saloons and... Chopping Correct. stuff down, yeah. yeah you're just destroying, destroying as much as she could with with uh, a hatchet, yeah. She like a Mormon or something? Just she was a um, a teetotaler. You yeah. never heard? Of her? <laughs> like, no, she just like breaking stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have never heard of Carrie Nation? I've heard of her. Yeah, I mean, she literally she was just you know a woman that was against uh, against drinking so much back when you know during Prohibition and all that stuff that you know, and when they repealed Prohibition, you know, she just decided she was going to take matters into her own hand and go around and smash up bars. Do you think in a place like Montana, somebody would be like, here she comes? You know, <laughs> like, well, she, I think she was, um, I'm not 100%, but I think she was in, in the East Coast, like Boston and stuff, when she was really doing it. But that was where she retired. Okay, retired. Like when, when uh, oh, uh, oh God, who, the president, uh, McKinley, when, when somebody uh, tried to assassinate McKinley, um, she went on public record as supporting that because he was a drinker. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's pretty harsh. <laughs> Watch out when uh, marijuana becomes illegal across the nation because her great-granddaughter is going to be kicking ass. <laughs> she had a shit ton of supporters, though. 
Yeah, I wonder if it was just her, if it was like a bunch of people just like bum rushed the bar and started. Yeah, yeah. She, I mean, towards the end, you know, when she was at her height of her popularity, it would be like a group of women going in and, you know, but she would lead them. Well, they used to do the same thing to coffee shops when they first started getting popular in Europe is, you know, women were, I mean, there was a whole like report that women wrote up that uh, drinking too much coffee makes men impotent and, you know, all this other stuff. But it was and just... <clears throat> there was a time when coffee was illegal, coffee shops were illegal because, uh, the king thought that people were just using it to foment discontent. Like well, you sit, they, you sit around and drink coffee and talk shit about me. Well, that was that was I mean, he was kind of right because you know you sit around and you drink and you talk shit. Eventually, you get so drunk you can't get two words together. But you sit around drinking espresso all day, you just get more and more wound up and pissed. <laughs> so he wasn't wrong. Like, I'm all I'm all hopped up on Red Bull and espresso. Right, Mm-mm. blind in my left eye. That's how I know I've had too much. <laughs> Let's get the militia going. <laughs> Somebody grab my hatchet. All right. So John Banner, <laughs> Austrian-born TV actor, famous for his role as Sergeant Schultz on Hogan's Heroes, was born on January 28th as Johann Banner in Vienna, Austria. Hogan! I see nothing. Oh, that guy? Yeah, that yep. was him. Yep. Oh, wrong guy. Sorry. Yep. I was thinking Colonel Clink. Sorry. No. Nope. Well, that was Sergeant be, Schultz. Be a jerk about it, Joel. All right. And moving on to sports. Hold on one second. got to clear my throat before I start this second. <laughs> what was it? What, what did you say? I, damn it! I was trying to do the gore thing that you did, Joel. Well, how did that go? The war thing? The gore sound? That you, never mind. It's lost. <gasps> what is good for <laughs> war? The pre-show war. gore thing that you kept doing and interrupt when you were interrupting me when I was trying to talk. Well, I was just doing Chuck Mangione, but with like a like a death metal thing. Those are very different bands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very. I thought it was gore. <laughs> No, Gore, it's very, like, he, Dave Brocky, like, sang normal, you know? Oh. Yeah. It wasn't a, whoa. I thought, uh, Who'd nope. love to see well, Chuck this... Mangione tra- tour with Gore? <laughs> <laughs> He's up there with his flugel phone. He's like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Semen and blood flying everywhere. People are having a great time. My yeah, head is, is ruined. This is totally derailed. I was trying to make a little inside joke, and it completely derailed. So, my bad. Good job, Pally. Yeah. Moving on to sports. What was that? Never mind anyway. you. Vicky Vale. <laughs> <laughs> on January 24th, at the annual meeting of baseball's major league owners and officials, the National League Schedule Committee tentatively approved a resolution to add another 14 games to each team's schedule for 168 regular season games. The American League declined to follow suit. So the NL retained a 154-game schedule for 1910 and through the next 50 seasons. In 1961, the American League went to the current 162 games, followed by the National League next year. And right now, that is the standard. 162 games in a, in, in a Major League Baseball season. That's a lot of games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Roar! Go on. January 25th saw the first ever stumping by a 12th man in tests. What? You heard me. Say you. I literally searched that phrase just to find out what the hell was going on. Couldn't find anything on it at all. I, you know, other than one page that was so full of data that I'm like, I'm not going to read all of this just to find this little nugget. What is that? They have control app. N.C. Tunfell, S-A-V-Eng. It was mostly um, um, uh, images. North, North Carolina versus England? What does that mean? I don't know. N.C. Tufnell, S-A-F versus England. 
I don't know what any of that means, but it happened January 25th. The first ever stumping by a 12th man. That must have been the game. The game that was being played was that NC Tufnell was like... Yeah, the, those are the two teams. Yeah. yeah. And then NC Tufnell was probably like in the middle of the game. He goes, huh. <laughs> oh, that is something. <laughs> that man will never yes, walk again. We, we need to name that something. 1910 cricket fact. Yep, that's what you come here for. Stumping. Dr. Mohammed Yahangir Khan was born February 1st. He played cricket for India during British rule and after independence served as a cricket administrator in Pakistan. Yahangir was a big man who bowled medium pace. <laughs> <laughs> At a medium pace. <laughs> Shampoo bottles. Uh, he came from a famous cricketing family that produced Pakistan captains Baki Jilana, Baka Jilana, Imran Khan, who, oh. you know, yeah, we all know that name. Yeah. And he later became the prime minister of Pakistan, as we all know. Yavid Berki and Majid Khan, the last being his son. And I don't know if you guys remember Majid Khan, but he was one of the one of the best hitters, bowler, whatever you call it, the um, batsman in the history of cricket. But he couldn't stump for shit. No, he was not a stumper. What the hell is going on? Bazid Khan also represented Pakistan for the first time in 2005, making the family only the second family to have three consecutive generations of test cricketers. Good Bazid, on them. You know we're going way back when we're saying things like, during the Eng- British rule. <laughs> right? <laughs> good God. Now that was this week in 1910. Thank you, Thomas Crapper. Well, good on you for finding so much stuff for 1910, wow. man. Seriously. Yeah, I am thoroughly impressed, actually. Especially with a, TV. It was a chore. Since there was no TV, you still came up with three bullet points for TV somehow. <laughs> One of which is TV has not been invented yet. <laughs> it counts. Yeah. All right, so take us out, Keyboard Joel. No, 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 no. Ew. Yeah, I gotta go wipe. All right, so bathrooms, bathroom rituals, things we do in the bathroom. That's what we're talking about this week. No, most of the things we do in the bathroom. Most of the things, yeah. We, there's, <laughs> even we have a line, folks. How have bathrooms changed over the years? Yeah. yeah, like our use of them and not necessarily just with the poop. Like, well, there's going to be toilet humor, obviously. Yeah. We're talking about toilets, but like... I can understand someone like looking at the uh, topic of the show and like they're just going to be talking about shitting for an hour and a half. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's not that's really the concept. You'll, you'll get there. An hour and a half of fart noises, only like ten minutes, really. But uh, so the Peter Pan show again. Yes, <laughs> I was just about to say the funny thing about this. This is the bathroom show. When it'll be one of the episodes where I'm not on the toilet during it. Oh God. Okay, so two thirds <laughs> of the water used in a home is used through the bathroom. And a five-minute shower uses about a third of the water of a bath, saving 400 liters per week. Hmm. I don't think I've ever taken just a five-minute shower. Oh, I have. If I get up late or if I'm playing too much Hearthstone. Oh, I, yeah, okay. We'll, we'll actually get into that yeah. when we come to, like, the morning ritual. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so when we were kids, did you have a one-bathroom house or did you have the luxury of multiple bathrooms when you were growing up? Both, and they were the same house. <laughs> Well, uh, my dad rented out the upper floor for a few years until he could afford not to. Oh. So we, when we no longer had a renter upstairs, we gained a second bathroom. Oh. Huzzah. Neat. So that house was built kind of like the house we rented? 
Yes, although it was an even more illegal rental because at least the house we rented had like a front and a back door. <laughs> Pretty much the guy upstairs had to just come down. The only uh, modification that had been made is our area had a, a tougher door and a lock headed into the first floor living area. But otherwise, it was just like up the stairs with a door with a lock on it. But it was just like a normal second floor of a house. Oh. Wow. Very common in Chicago. Yeah, that actually is. So, uh, Joel. Yeah, we had, my mom had one in her room. There was one down by where my brother and I slept, and then there was one on the first floor. Ooh. So there You're was weakening your I wasn't rich as a kid argument. I know, right? <laughs> I didn't say there was like eight. <laughs> and then there was one in the servants' quarters, and there was. Yeah, there was one, one out by the, the garage. and No, there was three. Yes, and that was a lot. I agree. Okay. But they were necessary to have, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> they they were handy. Let's put it that way. You had handy toilets? Mm-hmm. No. What? No. Huh? That was a thing? Huh? What? Huh? So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> growing up. And I, I had, uh, growing up, in, pretty much every house we had had a, a one bathroom in the master bedroom and one for the rest of the house. Yeah. Growing up, we had... Standard. One, well, when we were in the apartment on National Avenue, we had the one bathroom. We lived in Elgin for a while, one bathroom. Moved to Bolingbrook. We had two, one upstairs with the shower and one downstairs. And then the big house, we had three. When we finally moved to the bigger house in Bolingbrook, we had one in, like, the master bedroom that had, like, the sink, like, almost like a, almost like a hotel where the sink was outside and the shower was in the, and the toilet was in the other room. And then there was one in the hallway, but nobody ever used the shower in the master bedroom. Everybody always used one in the hallway, so it was that it was kind of reversed. But did you guys have the bathroom rush? Was there like a gangbusters to the to the morning, you know, every morning to get to the bathrooms? No. I'm sure that when I became like a teenager, there were problems with like two boys and then parents wanting to get. But my dad was usually like showered and gone by the time we were getting ready for school. Mm-hmm. Until he started working second shift, and then he didn't care until we were long gone. He wouldn't even start his morning until like nine or ten. Okay. Yeah, my sister and I never really fought for the bathroom. I mean, we we just managed we managed to work it out. We always shared a bathroom growing up, and never had a problem with it. Yeah, same here. My I don't even remember my brother even going to take a shower, and my mom was usually up before both of us. So the biggest yeah. issue my sister and I ever had there was one house we lived in where our bedrooms were on either side of the bathroom and it had like the you know it was like an adjoining bathroom oh, and oh so I hate had, those yeah and so you just had to always remember to lock both doors if you were taking a poop or something <laughs> you know and and sometimes you just forget and walk in and you're like oh sorry <laughs> oh, those are the worst that's the kind my uh, toilet mom has in Colorado um, my brother and sister had a shared bathroom like that and and it's also very very easy to, to lock the bathroom out. You know, by my mistake, having a bathroom like that. Oh, lock off, lock off both doors. Yeah. On accident. Yeah. You leave and you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but did you have that problem with three, you know, three kids and two parents, Mike? Not really. I mean, it was, I mean, let's see, like grade school and that sort of thing. We, we just kind of a rush. I mean, that, that whole thing was kind of a blur. You know, I showered whenever my mom was like, all right, I can't tell what race you are anymore. You need to go shower. Um, I was a the, fil- were you guys all in high school ever at the same time? I can't remember the <clears throat> age differences. Uh, there's 10 years between me, or I'm sorry, 11 years between me and my brother. So no, but my sister and I, there's only uh, three years. Okay, so there was a time when 
like teenage high school senior and high school freshman sophomore. Yeah. So that was, but the thing was, is that I went to school in St. Charles, which is way the heck away from Bolingbroke. So I would get up with my dad in the morning. My dad would be getting ready and I would wait until the very last minute, get up, stick my head in the sink, wet my hair down. (laughs) And then, you know, throw on some deodorant, eat, eat something and get out the door so I could sleep as much as possible. Uh, my sister went to an all-girls school, so she didn't care. You know, you'd think there'd be this whole, you know, prepping yourself up, putting on makeup and that sort of thing. She was more of a wreck than I was. I mean, there was just times where my mom was just like, look, you got to wash that uniform. You got, you know, it's they just didn't care what they looked like because there was nobody to try and impress. So there really wasn't that kind of a rush by us. But, you know, my brother, though, he spent hours in there primping everyone, combing that blonde hair into every, wasn't, everyone was in the right place. I can't tell if you're joking or not. I know, right? (laughs) Combing it until he brushed it all off his head. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Poor Matthew. I need a bigger head. (laughs) His head obliged. (laughs) All right. That's what you want. (laughs) So, grandparent bathrooms. I put this in there because I got a story. But did your grandparents, who like, if you ever, like, your parents are going out for the evening and you stay overnight at your grandparents' house... Did you guys, did they have like any sort of like old school, like crazy ass bathrooms? You know, my grandmother that lived in Lincoln, Nebraska, um, her bathroom had carpet, like a, like a shag carpet. See, um, I got that in the oddities of the bathroom because a carpet in the bathroom sounds like the worst idea ever. Exactly. And I don't know how she kept it so immaculate, but that, that carpet was very clean. But, you know, every time I got out of the shower and, you know, there was the bath mat down, I would get worried about getting water on the carpet. And then when you're taking a piss and there's no, like, um, bath mat around the, the, you know, the bottom where you stand, I'm, like, thinking, man, why isn't this dirty? And then she had, um, like, crocheted toilet paper roll holders on the back of the bath, the toilet. I thought you were going to say crocheted toilet paper. Dude, you were were rich, man. You know, you know what I'm talking about there, where they have those like like um, a reverse beer koozie. Yeah, but for toilet yeah. paper and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I never liked those things, but she she always had one on the back of the toilet. Always. They there was some weird stuff. Like my grandparents, one of them had the toilet roll cover that was like a it was it was a crocheted skirt with a doll top, just like they they ripped the legs. Yeah, what is with those things? I know. You know what I'm talking about. I know 100% what you're talking about. My grandma had some too. Yeah, they crocheted the skirt and they put the just the top of the of the doll, so it looked like there was this, you know, uh, ki- this girl wearing a poofy skirt. Yeah, wearing like a petticoat. Yeah, on the back of the toilet. No, it's just a toilet paper roll underneath it. I know. I was so disappointed. That's where the first we keep time. our toilet paper. Well, that's creepy. Yeah, that's weird. But yeah, or or if you or it's little signs, little toilet toilet signs. If you sprinkle yeah, when you tinkle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. if it's brown, flush it down. If it's yellow, let it mellow, like that sort of thing. No. Yeah. No, nobody hangs that up. Nope, that's not yeah, a thing. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Oh my god. See, now the reason I put the grandparents' bathroom is because I would go to my dad's side grandparents every now and then, and they they had two bathrooms. There was one upstairs that had a tub and a sink and a toilet, and they were like old school uh, porcelain, you know, really like 1950s style stuff. But they didn't have a shower. But in that bathroom, the shower was a jerry-rigged mop sink in the basement that uh-huh. they had like put a walls up around and just took the spigot off and turned it into a shower. And you would get into this little like three foot by three foot mop sink 
with the tension bar with the thing. So every time you turned around and made any sort of breeze, the nasty curtain would come up and stick on your ass. And then, Oh, I hate that. Yeah. Right. And there was, but the thing was, it was in the friggin' basement. So it was like, I'd be down there showering and then they, they come down and do laundry. It was just, it was just the weirdest thing, you know, cause there's like a, the drain in the floor. And then there's a toilet that they had installed right across from it. So it was this kind of weird, like, saw bathroomish type thing. I was just going to say it sounds like John Wayne Gacy's basement or something. Yeah. It was it was it was weird and and nobody I mean nobody ever said hey this is this is unusual. This is not a way that people have showers. Everybody was just like, "Oh, well, that's just where the shower is." This is life during wartime. Yeah, apparently. That would be uncomfortable. It was. It was I mean for two reasons. One, 3 foot by 3 foot is not a whole hell of a lot of room to be able to take a shower in. Truth. And then you just you know when they're coming downstairs to get stuff out of the freezer and they're just you know this little curtain in between you and them is just kind of like ah between why. RoboCop and that no I'm surprised Matthew isn't like Dexter or something <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying the night maybe is young he is. maybe he is yeah <laughs> in a theme that I will be repeating throughout the night I, while I didn't stay over at relatives' houses uh, very often. Uh, regardless of where I went, I had a habit of blocking the toilet. <laughs> Tradition I, has kept until this you time. You wouldn't let anybody go to the toilet? You just stood in front of it? No. Yeah. I'm <laughs> boxing out. <laughs> I thought he was just like in theater. He's like, okay, you are over here. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I would I would clog toilets regardless of where I was. And certain relatives... Uh, handled it better than others. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever do that at the college ones? Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I'm sure I, I uh, broke a few toilets in college. <laughs> I mean, cause those are like, you know, the super duper industrial section. Dude, I've almost clogged an outhouse. <laughs> <laughs> he, cl- he clogged a hotel toilet. You know how hard that is to do? Well, depends. After the remodel at the suites, it was, they're all like low flow. No, this was back in like, you know, 2000. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little frightened. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I'm just a little frightened by that. I, I'm not joking when I, I say that 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 may be a, a serious medical condition. <laughs> <laughs> if you would just stop eating so much paste, <laughs> never. <laughs> that someone, is a compromise I'm not willing to make. <laughs> someone tried to flush an anaconda. What the hell? Everyone loves a log. <laughs> So I told you guys what my routine for high school was. Get up, stick my head in the sink, wet my hair down, get out the door. What about you guys? What was your setup? Well, up until high school, I took baths. Like, I, I don't know. Well, it, it started out when I was a kid. My well, mom, the, the butler just always drew a bath, and I didn't yeah. know how to tell him not to. Yeah. No, I just always preferred to take a bath. And then once I hit <laughs> somewhere around. The royal penis is clean. <laughs> <laughs> junior high high school i was like i needed to do things quicker and i needed to you know geez mom let me scrub my own back <laughs> uh, i hate baths yeah i'm not a fan now but at the time I, well i, I flipped know. on that my now is going to be all about baths oh. it's gross oh, but, about showers yeah, I mean, once once I started taking showers, you know, there was a whole different world. It was uh, I preferred it, and I've never gone back. But, um, you know, the, my biggest problem was once I started to grow my hair out, <laughs> I uh, the, I would always have to blow dry it because I didn't want to leave it wet. And if I uh, left it wet, it would get super duper like wavy and tough to manage. 
So I'd always blow dry it. So it would take forever. And that became an issue up until I finally got rid of it. Well, when Mother Nature helped. Yeah. I don't think you had a choice in that matter, dude. <laughs> right. I, I, I pulled a Matthew. I know. But um, that wasn't until like 25 when I finally got rid of it. But up until then, yeah, it was blow dryer. And that took time. I can't blow dry my hair. It would take up the entire room. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way. If, I, if somebody at work was like, I want you to blow dry your hair. I'll see what happens if you blow dry your hair. I'm like, I won't be able to walk out of my front door if I blow dry my hair. You'd be walking around like Sideshow Bob. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. You seen what happens when one mine gets teased out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we, you look like Aslan. Kind of epic, actually. <laughs> so, um, like, why is he talking like Liam Neeson? <laughs> is it the hair? <laughs> We also would have accepted two men enter, one man leaves. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So me time. Do you guys have, what was your I hope reading? That doesn't mean what you, what I think it means. Uh, I'm, I'm talking about reading. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, I mean, that happened too, you know, but whatever. The articles. You know. Yes. Before the internet, I used to read all the time during me time. <laughs> I know, right? I used to remember actually like reading novels and stuff. Good housekeeping. Reader's Digest, National Geographic. We had this one uncle. Good housekeeping. <laughs> Any port in a storm. True. <laughs> Back I'm still talking about him. masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> I had one uncle that just had like a, the the mag, like little vertical magazine rack in the bathroom, and it was all like a hustler and Playboy and shit. Oh, weird. I know, right? And then, but that was, I mean, he was he's kind of weird all around. I mean, he had that was, I was that. Say, if I hadn't gotten married, I would be that uncle. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want to be that uncle. He had he had wallpaper. It was like one time went to we went to his house, ran up to talk about weird bathrooms. Ran up to the bathroom. Shit, my cousin's in the bathroom. I gotta piss. All right, well, I'm just gonna run to the main the main bedroom, and I'll go in the bathroom in there. Go in that bathroom. The wallpaper is literally centerfolds. Wow. I was like, yeah. I am going to be so dehydrated. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's just creepy. It is. It really is. But it was one of those. It was one of those little things. It's like this is not a bad. You know, it's like and when I, at age now that I ran in there, I was like maybe you know maybe eleven, thirteen around that. I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. In retrospect, I'm like, shit, I was in that room. A I might have got killed if you'd have caught me in there. I know, right? I, I might have caught something by being in there. That's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre three level weird, right? Well, uh, that's my family. Giggity. I remember um, my next door neighbor. Um, I went into their their upstairs bathroom, and I don't remember whether I was looking for toilet paper or something. But I checked under the the bathroom, the sink, and there was a little cabinet, and it was full of porn. And my whole world just went, oh, <laughs> pretty amazing. I spent a lot of time in that bathroom, needless to say, pooping. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys ever do when you were a kid? Do the sneak through the cabinets, see what's in the cabinets when you're somebody else's house? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, after that, I found after I found the porn. Yes, every, <laughs> right. Joel's like, they might be porn everywhere. <laughs> he hit the jackpot once. <laughs> to this day, he's still looking for it in every cabinet. It was like, is there porn in here? Is there porn in here? It's like Bob that gif all over again, but <laughs> analog version. If uh, I'd have known, I'd have prepared my bathroom for Joel being over. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I never, I never spent a lot of time in the bathroom. Honestly, I mean, I was usually in and out. Primarily because my brother would usually come busting in at some point. So the sooner I got out, the better. So I never had any time in the bathroom really myself. I was I known as Mike. Aquaman in my house because I, I was, take long showers. 
I know you're kind of notorious for bathroom time. Oh, yeah. Me too. I take very long showers. Long showers. I will destroy a water heater and I will destroy your plumbing also. <laughs> At the same time, that's talent. Yeah. Oh, man. It's just you just got to lean right. And... Well, that's because he poops in the shower. Oh, yeah. Love <laughs> the, the old waffle stump. Oh, it's disgusting. <laughs> I've done that one vomit, but never poop. What's that? What's that Louis C.K. joke? There's people that there's people that pee in the shower, and there's the only two kinds of people: people that pee in the shower and dirty goddamn liars. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's true. You know, nobody wants to admit it, but everybody does it. It's just so convenient. Why wouldn't you? I think there. Why are would you get are... out of the shower to go to the toilet to pee? I think there are people who are grossed out by the concept. I'm not one of those people. No, I don't get being grossed out by the concept. Now, there's a line, though. If I'm taking a shower with somebody, then I'm not <laughs> being in the shower. Why not? Which way are you facing? I mean, the soap's right there. The water's running. It doesn't really matter. It's not like they're gonna, you know, you're soaking them in your pee. It's not like they're going to be like, hmm, and one, you don't have to one stream of water is at a different tone than the others. But I'm just saying you don't even have, you don't have to pee on them just because you're in the shower with them. That's not. Hey, I mean, now. It, hey, hey. It's a, it's a, you may, you, you're, you're in the bathroom with a magazine doesn't mean you have to pee on the magazine. Something can be in there with you without you peeing on it. You can Why pee to the side where they're not standing. This show Why has it's... taken such a weird <laughs> turn. Why does it smell like asparagus suddenly? I'm just saying it's not required if someone's in the shower and you need to pee that you pee on them. Dude, you know Optional. me. You know me. I'm pee shy. So the last <laughs> thing I'm going to be doing is peeing with somebody else in the room. What the hell are we talking about? <laughs> so college dorm bathroom. Hey, who knew the bathroom show would devolve like this? I know, yeah. right? Uh, college dorm bathroom. The only thing I heard, one thing I remember from the one on our, our dorm floor was that uh, it had amazing acoustics. And after after dinner, I remember there'd be a bunch, a couple guys that would go in there and sing just to get the acoustics going. And of course, I hung the no dumping sign that had been stolen. Yes, that's true. Yep. Yeah, we had um, we all lived in the same dorm for for one year, so we shared a communal bathroom. Yep. That sink was amazingly <laughs> long, and there was like what four sinks? Yep, four, four, four individual basins. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was, was actually a, little... it was a, a nice setup. Actually, we had a, on one side of the dorm was uh, the t- sinks and the toilets, and the other side was all the shower stalls yep. and the dump sink that I put Uki into. Yes. Ooh, and that was and also the, the one. And the shower stalls we threw him into and turned the water on, and and the sink where we filled up that giant water balloon and almost threw it out the window and killed Will. Oh yeah. Hey Will, come here. <laughs> I, I wish <laughs> I'd have been there for that. <laughs> Wait, how many toilets were in that bathroom? At I least mean, three. Yeah. I remember, well, I remember one because I spent, after I got food poisoning and I spent, you know, a couple hours in there vomiting, but I <laughs> I couldn't remember there being more than that for some reason. I don't know why. There weren't a lot of toilets. I, no. yeah, I thought there were three toilets. In, were there urinals? Two urinals? Yeah, there were two right? or three, yeah. like yeah. opposite, like just nearby the sinks. But what I remember is when um, we would go out to be in, uh, uh, to subtenders and everybody would get butter and garlic fries. And the next morning... Because it was like that, it was like a gym shower in there. Remember that? And then it just, like, once that everybody got in there, the hot water, everybody's pores opened up, and that garlic came back out. Man, that thing smelled so bad. Yeah, it was, it had a funk. I do remember the one time Josh went to Costco or Sam's Clubs and bought, uh, like, a gross of Irish Spring for everybody. And we had Irish Spring in the, in the shower for the rest of the year. <laughs> I still buy Irish Spring in bulk. Should. That's the best way to buy it. 
I thought that's the only way to buy it. It's one of the very few bar soaps that you'll find in just about every store that sells soap. Yeah. That and ivory. Yep. I seem to remember that the toilet paper was very, very low quality. Like, yes. One and a half ply that was made out of like recycled splinters or something. Recycled hair. Spiders. (laughs) 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 This toilet paper is made out of hair and spiders. (laughs) (laughs) Just like grandma used to. But what grip? Um. <laughs> now, do you guys ever have to deal with the one-ply toilet paper? Yes. Okay. Occasionally, yeah. That's basically what we have at work now, but Ugh. we'll get to that. It's no fun. Or the stuff that's really, really, really not soft at all. <sighs> well, there's a line, though. You can be soft, and then you can be too soft. Because I've, I've with again, with having women in the house, they get, to, you know, some of those get the super super cleansing whatever who's it and then you wind up a little like cotton balls all over the place when you're done wiping well when you're used to having crocheted toilet paper you know nothing's too soft right <laughs> so what about the apartment bathroom what are you trying to forget about that thing well obviously we'll talk again about uh joel's red rum yes the fact that set up the bathroom smelled like barbecue sauce for <laughs> two three weeks yeah jo- joel you want to tell that story real quick the truncated version um so Mike and, and his wife used to stay over there quite a bit. And I got up ahead of everybody one morning to go, uh, I believe, to work or class. I'm not sure. Um, and I thought it would be funny to take the condiments from the bathroom, grab a steak knife, put it in the uh, shower, write red rum on the, the tub floor. and uh, In sweet it. baby rays. Yeah, for whoever <laughs> yeah. got up first. Yeah, because you looked for ketchup and there was none, so you had to use barbecue sauce. It happened to be uh, Suzanne that got up first. <laughs> was, I won't say as, as funny as that was. There was a little. It was, it was almost like a ending with a nervous laugh. <laughs> like, hey, Joel did something with barbecue sauce and a really big knife. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't know me that well yet. I mean, she knew me, but not like she does now. Um, you know, the thing I remember about that tub more than anything was um, the ring, the black <laughs> ring. Oh my god. It was bad. And I remember when um, I think Amy and Suzanne went on a cleaning binge at some point and got rid of the ring, but it was just disgusting. It was a black ring of just dirt and gross. I don't know about the first floor, but that was on the second floor anyway. Yeah, yeah, we, we had a clean bathroom on the first floor, which is why none of the women used the second floor bathroom. Until they cleaned it. Right. Now, did we steal toilet paper from the school? Uh, why not? We stole everything else. I seem to remember somebody coming back with like a a big box because I worked for housekeeping. Yeah, well, that was point. that was me. I stole. I was just about to say. I was pretty sure it was Mike. Yeah. I stole a case of toilet paper and he, he brought it. He brought it in as rent for yeah. one for one month. <laughs> There's 144 rolls of toilet paper. This should hold us for a little while. <laughs> the thing was, you guys were like, "Awesome, check it." Well, consider yourself paid. Until <laughs> yeah. Mark showed up and it was gone. Well, and at that point, toilet paper was like half our budget. So right. <laughs> <laughs> That potatoes and alcohol, which so, is probably why toilet paper was half our budget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your entire, your, your entire diet is alcohol and pizza rolls. <laughs> Dude, we couldn't afford pizza rolls. <laughs> That's true. Pizza puffs. Oh, <laughs> pizza octagons. <laughs> <laughs> why is pizza spelled P Y Z Z A? Because legally they can't call yeah. it pizza. Yeah. Made with made with real biff <laughs> and vitamin R. Why is there only one one E in beef? 
Because it's not beef. <laughs> it was right next to the milk. <laughs> made of milk. <laughs> uh, but we made it work, you know. And I mean, with one bathroom and three of us living up there, I mean, I'm surprised that we didn't have more congestion, but we did all right, actually, well, I thought. there was no congestion. It's because one of you would wake up to go to work in the morning. The other one would roll out mid-morning. And Pat wouldn't roll out to like 2 or 3 in the afternoon. Oh, yeah. and I was unemployed, so yeah. for most of that. Meanwhile, I was working two jobs. One is a yeah. toilet paper roller, and one is a toilet paper crocheter. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I got what you're saying. That was back at the uh, Val's and the video store. Hmm. Which, uh, again, offset our budget by bringing home six movies a night on VHS. Correct. So what about sharing bathrooms? After, you know, pre-2000, I think the only of us, only two of us were married by that point. Yeah. Yeah, I was, after the apartment, I was back in the family home, so... Okay, yeah, there was a, there was some learning in the sh- with the with the bathroom thing. We lucked out though in the first apartment that we got. We had one of those bathrooms that had two separate sinks. Oh, so you could have one for you, one for her. Yeah, so that was kind of easy because I'm like, you know, she would have her makeup and her hairspray and her, you know, lotions and creams and whatever and that sort of thing, and I would have like a comb and a toothbrush. That was pretty much it. I don't, I don't, I don't need a lot. <laughs> so, but no, it's and then. You know, we never really had a kind of like this is my side, your side of the of the sink. You know, we've always locked out and had like a double sh- double sink after that, so which is pretty nice. Um, I I don't remember having any like real issues. I mean, I I have become kind of more of a uh, I think over the years more you know wanting to have a clean bathroom, and I think it started at that point. Um, and since I didn't have anything other than deodorant and razors, I really didn't take up much space um, as far as, as shelf were concerned or anything like that. So, you know, it was a pretty harmonious bathroom experience and uh, never gotten any arguments over, you know, taking too long in the shower or whatever, just blow drying my hair. But that was shortly before that was no longer an issue. So <laughs> you just warm your scalp, <laughs> right? I still blow dry it. Right. I just don't actually have anything to blow dry. I just get, you know, if he doesn't do it, he looks like a California raisin. <laughs> I think it's the other way. I think if I do it too long, I look like a California raisin. <laughs> Otherwise, I look like Hans Molman. Yeah. I said boo irons. So, all right. Have we... I don't want to say milk this. Uh, <laughs> you really don't terrible, know for this one. <laughs> oh. Well, you know, speaking of bathrooms, the, the one, one thing that I mentioned earlier that I was kind of curious about the rest of you, because I already know the answer, but just for the sake of the show, um, I, I'm notoriously pee-shy. So... I can't, I don't pee in front of anybody else. And I generally, it's difficult for me to pee if there's like no, no sound or anything like that. Uh, so like an exhaust fan or music or whatever. So all three of you guys, pretty much, it doesn't matter. I'm peeing right, right now. <laughs> well, like I lock the bathroom door and I have occasionally had difficulty, like if urinals are too close and there's somebody like right there. But yeah. uh, otherwise, no, no, no other kind of issues i got nothing to hide yeah growing up with you know ibs like i have you learn pretty fast that you can't really be modest about when and where you got to go i stand two feet back and try and arc it in (laughs) (laughs) yeah i've never known mike to i mean you seem like you always had the door open when you were at the apartment Um, i I prefer to share urinals in public you know (laughs) like scoot over we can both get in here i oh uh, that just actually reminded me of a story oh dear uh, god (laughs) Let's end, let's end the first half with this fun story. Um, when I was in Las Vegas one time, I was playing in a tournament at Binion's, um, 
and we were on a break. We were we were on a tournament break, and you know, of course, there's always a rush to the bathrooms. You know, at, at that point, and all you know, guy, and I'm standing in line waiting for. There's four urinals off the tournament area, and I'm standing in line waiting, and this drunk guy comes in, and literally just stumbles up to the first urinal where there's a man already peeing. It <laughs> <laughs> just like it just like kind of elbows into him, and and you know, starts peeing in the urinal and the dude's like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, and like, and, and then, you know, and, and he ends up like, you know, he, he stops and zips up and runs out, you know, and I, and I go outside and I just like, wave one of the security guys over. I'm like, uh, yeah, just so you know, that guy right there, you might want to kick him out. You know, I told him the story and they, you know, they end up, you know, cause he, he tries to, you know, he was so drunk. He tried to fight with the security and everything. And yeah, he ended up getting kicked out, but like, well, that, that 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 reminds me of something that I wanted to mention that I totally forgot to earlier on. What's the deal with the troughs in 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 like big stadiums and things like that? Is that really? Ugh, it's it, just so it, much it, easier to yeah. handle with a with just a large amount of rotating drunk people. <laughs> I'm sorry, just I just had this vision of all these drunk guys spinning in circles and they're like, <laughs> don't over rotate. Yeah. It just grosses me out, and it makes me wonder, you know, it makes me feel like an animal, you know, whenever I see them. Well, don't drink out of them. <laughs> no, yeah. They're doing it wrong, man. Oh, they're just, I mean, there's a bunch of guys. You're not supposed to dump your popcorn in there, Joel. With their <laughs> That's not butter. There's <laughs> no, like, you know, you're just seeing everything. It's just, it's awful. It's just terrible. Whoever think... invented that needs to burn in hell. <laughs> That's. I don't little... have a problem with a trough. No. Nah. Yeah. Whatever, Troughs man. are fine. I, I mean, go you're, for a trough right now. You're at a, you're at a stadium, you know. You're whatever. It's not that big of a deal. You, you you're not at the you know the Ritz Carlton or whatever. You know, it's not like people are installing troughs in their house. That's not a thing. Have you been to my house? Uh, well, I know you don't have a trough in your house. That's the bathtub, Joel. I think you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Stop peeing in the bathtub, Joel. Uh, wait, we already talked about that. <laughs> no, you don't pee while you're taking a bath. That's different. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, God. Well, let's end the half on this note, then. Uh-oh. <laughs> Andre the Giant was such a big, big man that he couldn't take a shit in a normal toilet. He had, Whenever he was uh, traveling and in a hotel, he had to shit in the tub. What? Yep. Good night, everybody. We're done. <laughs> what? I, I got nothing. That's a true story. What? Wow. Yeah. I don't know if you're right, but I don't know, know enough about Andre the Giant to refute it. No, I was I was watching an interview with a with an old wrestler and you know and they were just they got on the subject of Andre the Giant and they talked about him for like fifteen minutes. And well, could you imagine the poor there. housekeeping person be like, oh my god? Well, no, he didn't leave it there. He would run the shower and flush it, you know, and and flush it down. He wasn't like an animal. He just he wasn't George Animal Steel. <laughs> housekeeping, you want men for? Oh my god. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna take a break now because we're gonna end on a high note. Um, we'll be back in a little bit. We're going to talk about bathrooms now. Can't wait. <laughs> All right, we're back. So what is the bathroom situation where you're at right now? Two, three, Joel. I'm sure he has one in every room. <laughs> no, I Everything's a bathroom if you're brave enough. I have no. two bathrooms in this house. One in the master bath in the master bedroom, and then there's one that's in the hallway between the living room and the and the bedrooms. So there's two. And there's a there's a dirty sink in the basement, but you know, that's for emergencies. 
Wait, a dirty sink? Wait. You know, like next to the dish, uh, not the dishwasher, next to the washing machine. Oh, a mop sink. Yeah, a dirty or sink. Or a basin. Okay, okay. Never heard of it. I've never heard it referred to as that, but yeah. A dirty sink. Dirty, naughty, filthy what you, sink. What are you doing in your sink, Joel, that you feel the need to call it a dirty sink? Yeah. Well, I'm taking lay, lay, that, from... lay down on the couch, Joel. Let's talk about the dirty sink for a minute. <laughs> I'm taking my cue from Andre the Giant. Pooping. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Patrick? How many bathrooms do you have, Mr. Poop Master? <laughs> well, um, that's, the house has two bathrooms, the one co- communal shared bathroom and the one master bath um, for the master bedroom that I live in. Gesundheit. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. we we um, I live in the, I live in the house with my mom and my sister. They live in the two bedrooms and they share the bath bathroom. And um, I live in the master with the master bathroom. Yeah, is it a fancy bathroom? It is. I have um, <laughs> I have a monkey theme in my bathroom. <laughs> Jesus <That's gross>. <laughs> <laughs> Of course you do. I really honestly do. My my shower curtain is, you know, covered in monkeys. Um I have monkey statues. I have a monkey painting. Mo- a mo- there's monkey everything. Why? Poop thrown monkeys. Because monkeys oh, are awesome. Yeah. I thought maybe like Wizard of Oz, but then he didn't even mention any flying ones, so Um it all started and this is okay, this is how it all this is a true story. It, uh, I was dating Angela. We had we had just started uh we had just moved in together. Angela. And um so this I, I was like probably I think like twenty five, twenty six. So t- for twenty years now I've had this monkey bathroom. <laughs> oh, is it just um, like like one of those collection things? Oh hey, he's got monkey bathrooms. Better get him more monkey stuff. No, nobody buys it. I buy my all my own monkey stuff. <laughs> I buy if I see monkey if I see monkey stuff that I like you know, it's got Okay, here's the thing. Um, oh it started off as um as it was it was all from a soap dispenser that I bought. Oh boy! Not even like a, a really nice like antique one or anything. It was a soft soap soap dispenser that had it was like a jungle theme and it had like a little monkey that was wrapped around the pump and I really liked it. I was like, this is really cool and I didn't want to throw it out. And I just kept filling it up and I just suddenly was like, well, I want to get something else, monkey. So I bought I bought a monkey soap dish and then it just kind of grew. And then one day I was on eBay and I saw the monkey shower curtain. And that was when I just like, fuck it. I'm going all monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all in. <laughs> Another news, monkey sub dish. I love their first album. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have an oil painting of monkeys in my bathroom. Nice. Yeah. It's called, it's, it's a painting of a monkey that is wearing like revolutionary uh, finery clothes. <laughs> and, he, and he's got a long pipe and there's a bunch of like uh, naked monkeys like cowering around him and it's called the monkey that had seen the world picture didn't happen all right i'll go take a pic right now no not now after the show oh, my, no i can't i, I got i got he's in there right headphones. now so. new, new headphones wireless headphones remember i'm in my bedroom i can just walk to the bathroom fancy i'm a i'm a i'm a fancy lad now just like my monkey no i've i've peed and showered and showered at mike's house me yeah. too but i lived there so yeah, sometimes he was even home yeah <laughs> like <laughs> What the hell were you over here, you creepy ass? <laughs> so what do you think about my shower, then? What do you mean? It's tiny. It's a shower. It's Yeah, it's pretty compact. It's bigger than the 3x3 three three hole in the basement. That's true. I never showered down there. Yeah. And I don't know, is there a bathroom upstairs? Or is it just the one in the hall and then the one in the master? Yeah, there's one in the master bathroom uh, that has like the double sink 
and the you know the the toilet with the little wall between the sinks, so you're kind of like hidden. You can play peekaboo, be like, "Hey, I'm pooping." I don't remember your bathroom because I don't think I've ever used it sober. <laughs> you're probably right. Then well, we have the we have the awkward bathroom in the hallway, which has got the toilet facing the sink and the mirror, so you get to watch yourself. That little. And that's, that's the ba- that's the bathroom that um that I used more often than any. Um and <laughs> when I lived there, do you remember this? When I, you know what the I'm going to say? Toilet seat. Yeah, no, no, not just the toilet seat. Um, your your girls were of the age where they went through that thing of they would like not flush the toilet after pooping sometimes. <laughs> and so I told Mike, I was, I warned you first. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna like leave my my stuff un, unflushed one of these times just to teach them a lesson. And after I did that, it never happened again. Yep. <laughs> Like, I think something's wrong with your friend. <laughs> so that's not right. <laughs> my favorite story about you being at my house was when the girls were little, we had these toilet seats that it w- in the lid, there was a smaller toilet seat, you know, so they didn't have to like balance on it. And the, the little, it had a little slide latch that would keep it closed. So it would, you know, when you'd pick it up, it would, it would, uh, it wouldn't fall down. So eventually that class broke and you just lift up the toilet seat and then remember to lift the small one well i neglected to tell patrick about the small one and i remember him coming out being like i'm sitting there going there is no way my ass is this big <laughs> there's like but i have the awkward one where you stare at yourself while you're pooping and there's and, always poopery of some sort <clears throat> in there there is now i do not like poopery i i <laughs> how to put it I went to one, we, we got one of it, and I was like, all right, I'm supposed to spray this first, sprayed it, and discovered that the smell of it makes me sneeze. <laughs> so I'm sitting there, now I've sprayed it, I got no choice, it's not like I can run to the other bathroom. So I'm sitting there, and the smell of the poopery is making me sneeze, so I'm pooping and sneezing and farting every time I sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> I almost pulled something. <laughs> so... Uh, before we move on, uh, you guys have all by now been here. Yes. I've peed in your bathroom, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, we've we've got two, although it's more like one and a half, though there is a shower. Like, the second bathroom is technically a full bath. Okay. But it's in the laundry room, and it's got a shower and a toilet. But uh, it was obviously a later addition, but, and it's also got, like, the washer and dryer in there. And I tend to use the master uh, bathroom more often and sarah tends to use the smaller one a little more often is it so like one of the bathrooms is like your escape bathroom well it's like the toilet is always going to be more comfortable in the master but uh i think she likes having her own stand-up shower and doesn't like showering in a tub with a shower curtain where i don't care i'd just rather do everything in one room okay lunch in there yeah you <laughs> That's so one thing I won't do. Here's a question for you. Toilet seats. Hard plastic, hardwood, or the little squishy? Oh, not the squishy. Oh, no, not the squishy. Squishy toilet seats are the devil's work. I don't have the squishy, but I, I don't have the revulsion to them that the other two seem to have. Or, so, or the shag toilet seat cover. Oh, yeah, those are weird. Those I, are weird. The squishy ones, the problem is, is that a lot of times they get a, a, a rip or a tear in it. And then I'm just like, what's yeah. in there? Then it's just, and, and also it's just, you're just done at that point because you sit on it and it's just, and it, no, it, and it, <laughs> so on that question, <laughs> what, what, do you have any cool features in your bathroom, electric toilet seats or glowing faucets or what, what feature do you wish your bathroom had? 
Well, the cool feature I have, you guys have seen in the Master, there's, though it's impossible to clean, there's the uh, skylight that's like way up in the ceiling. Nice. I want a bidet. Why? Because why not is my, I mean, (laughs) come on, why? Let me, let me ask you a question. Here we go. If someone walked up to you and wiped poop on your arm, would you just take a a paper towel and wipe it off and be like, that's good. You need water, like, to clean poop off of yourself. Why don't people use water to clean their butts? Also, call the police in that situation. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm saying, so if we just, you know, go backwards, take a couple steps back, and you have your own poop on yourself, why wouldn't you want to clean that off with water? Don't call your cops on yourself after you poop. That would be weird. Oh, (laughs) I should stop doing that. (laughs) <laughs> the cops are so tired of showing up at Josh's house. Did you? I just- made a poo poo. <laughs> <laughs> baby, baby made a poo poo. Oh, I hate that saying. <laughs> With a passion. Ugh. <sighs> well, you not tell us stuff like that, <laughs> right? That's gonna be on your tombstone now. <laughs> I'm sorry, but if your ass is wet from the bidet and you're trying to use, are you using the toilet paper afterwards? Because that's not gonna work. Toilet paper is not does not withstand well to water. Then use a towel. Have a towel. Like I mean, or use more towel. toilet paper. Yeah, you can use more yeah. than one square. You don't have to do with whatever uh, Fiona Apple tells you to do. <laughs> That's a weirdly specific reference. <laughs> it is weird. Isn't she the one who said you only? <laughs> what an odd thing to say. I think you broke that. Oh, I know what he's referencing. That's why that's so fucking funny. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, it was. It was Fiona Apple who's like, I only use two squares of toilet paper, so now I've learned never shake hands with Fiona Apple. <laughs> she's like seventy-five pounds, you know. Uh, yeah, right. She she poops like one kernel of corn. Of course, she <laughs> yeah. there's not a lot of space there to to evacuate. <laughs> Go eat a Chipotle burrito, Fiona, and see how many fucking rolls of toilet paper you need. Okay, if we're on the subject. (laughs) Do you guys just do a couple of squares fold over, or do you do like 10 and fold twice? It depends on the severity of the situation. Yeah, it's it's kind of, uh, yeah, exactly. No. I usually do like 10 and fold (laughs) twice, then fold it back over itself, use it again, then toss it. That's pretty much about how I do it, too. Okay. No, three squares. Three squares folded in half. Really? You yeah. can't, Wait, three squares and folded in half. So you wipe your ass with a, with a square and a half. Uh-huh. Yikes. Dude. I'm not that precise. But Did I do anybody do the mummy wrap? <laughs> Nobody does the mummy wrap, though. I, I do. The, if, if it calls for it, man, there's some days where I'm just <laughs> like, man. <laughs> Sometimes Mike just puts a towel on a stick and just goes to town. <laughs> I clean myself with a towel on a stick. I go all the way up to the elbow with it some days. <laughs> they call me pooping common. <laughs> Sometimes I don't even use anything. I just get right in the shower. That oh, yeah. is. And there. <laughs> you in the water. So everybody list that's stuck around this far, I just want to apologize for Pat's speech. <laughs> See, At the beginning, said that this was not going to be all about poop. That was a lie. <laughs> I didn't say that. That was Pat that I said that. I was trying, but I'm just I'm leaning into it now. Fuck it, whatever. Well, then, then there's the whole like thing right now that that Kevin Smith seems to have have kind of started with the whole dude wipes. You know the the uh, baby wipes movement. Do, do not mix up baby wipes with Clorox wipes. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> 
That's almost as bad as the time where I put I I went played volleyball, came put Ben Ben Gay out of my back, and then took a leak. That oh, was bad ouch. news all around, man. No, nobody even knew Mike knew how to moonwalk. Oh man, and then you know, smart me. You know what I did? I jumped in the shower. That hot water really helped things out there. I was screaming all goddamn night. Anyway, you were saying, Joel? Yeah, the, the whole <laughs> dude wipe movement with the the using baby wipes to wipe off because there's taking pets thing about a little bit of moisture and combining it with a soft tissue which you know baby wipes are not flushable so people are clogging their toilets left and right but then now they have like specifically designed wipes that you can buy in the store that's bullshit that are biodegradable yeah and i use those of course do you, you really? do of course. you're still not supposed to flush them though yeah you're not supposed to i don't use them that often there's, sure. They're good to have in an emergency when you're like... Yeah, I mean, I, that's pretty much what I use them for in, like, you know, really bad... Yeah, when you've got, like, the, the what, what has now been known as the Sharpie situation. <laughs> <laughs> when I got the hot snakes. <laughs> so, we used to have glowing faucets. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it was you take... You got this little little thing, you'd screw it on the spigot, and when the water would come through, there was LED lights in the thing, and it would light up the water. We we have something at work that um the faucets when when you put your hands under them the light comes on like through the water. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I know they have like a shower head that does that where the light comes through and as it, it has a temperature gauge in there and as the shower gets hotter the water turns redder, which I just so think it's just like blood. Yeah, and then you just have like a Satan shower. <clears throat> now here's a, here's a weird question: brushing teeth. Does anybody brush their teeth in the shower? No. no. No, I do it before. Then I don't either. First thing when I get up, I I brush, <laughs> I brush my teeth and do mouthwash first thing when I get yeah, up. Yeah, let's talk about the whole morning ritual situation. Okay. Just in general, because uh, for me, typically, the uh, toothbrush and floss is a nighttime deal. I, I never got used to doing it in the morning as well. I mean, I'm usually running out the door. Yeah, but, I always I always brush and mouthwash before I go to bed, and then first thing when I get up after. I pee first, then I brush my teeth, do my mouthwash, and then I'll go do other, you know, make coffee and everything before I go take my shower. So that's always the very first thing I do and the last thing I go to bed. Yeah, the bathroom definitely features heavily into my morning ritual, which is so ritualized it's practically church. (laughs) Like everything, if I'm working, everything happens at the same time each day, etc. Oh, God, I thought you meant like all at once. No, I mean, I, I get up specifically at like 6 o'clock, and at 6.02, I actually get out of bed after cuddling with the dogs for a couple of minutes. And then go straight to take them out, come back in uh, once they've done their business, feed them, uh, grind it, and make the coffee. And uh, before I – oh, and then usually I'll go to the bathroom myself, head back, play a video game, usually Hearthstone, until like 6.30, and then I have my shower. Uh, get like the underarm deodorants, sometimes powder for downstairs. Powder? Yeah. You uh, don't powder? Yeah, Sean Patrick Flannery. Um, the gel for the hair, etc. And uh, yeah, then I'm pretty much ready to start my day. Yeah, I, I definitely need like an hour. Yeah, I get out, roll out of bed, about 5, 5.30, start the coffee, get my morning constitutional and check my emails. <laughs> <laughs> then I start up the shower, take care of that, and uh, you know, then I've got like a specific, uh, like brush my teeth, wash my hair, take care of things in there. I mean, and you know, I've got, I don't even know 
sometimes I'll like go back and check, like start browsing Reddit on my phone, and then I realize like the whole bathroom is full of steam. <laughs> I was like, because you know you There's have that cheap PC games everywhere. Yeah, you know who knows. <laughs> I go in there and start, you know, because you start the shower first thing in the morning, and it's cold. You can't just like get in quick. You got to really wait for it to warm up. And occasionally, while waiting for it to warm up, I'll go over and start browsing Reddit, and then not realize that the whole room is filled up. Then you know, get get dressed, make make breakfast, and all that. But you know, I've kind of got my whole everything huh. in its place type of thing. I don't preheat the shower. Does anyone yeah. besides Mike do that? No, oh, I, yeah, I do. Mine so, gets going right away, pretty quick. You get in, and well, it's cold. Well, I mean, there's a little bit of a hand test when it's coming out of the faucet, but oh. like, uh, that's probably no longer than twenty seconds. No, mine takes a little while to go. Well, to get to heat. See, my my shower is right above the hot water tank, so you know it's basically direct from that to the shower. And um, Isaiah takes his before me, so usually it's you know on its second round of heating up at that point. So it's pretty hot by that. I mean, as soon as I turn it on, it might be lukewarm for thirty seconds, but at that point, I'm getting undressed to get in, and then I get in like a minute at most from the time I turn it on to the time I get in, and it's it's hot. Huh. Yeah, but I'm I'm like Josh. I you know I alarm goes off at six. Get up, take a piss, brush my teeth, mouthwash, start the coffee, make sure the kids are up, uh, feed all feed all the animals, let Lucy out, and um, then by the time Isaiah's done, get my shower, get dressed, um, get my stuff together to go to work, and I eat breakfast once I'm at work, so I don't have hmm. to worry about that. So that's from six to seven. I'm get myself up, get the kids ready, and I'm out the door with Isaiah and I taking him to school and Juliana does the rest of her stuff before she didn't have to go to school till she doesn't have to be there till eight. So that is the uh, thing with women in the house. What's that? Just getting, cause once now I'm in the situation where if they'll start showering, they're getting ready. Okay. Now I'm going to go start the coffee. Maybe I'll make myself some breakfast. Oh, okay. No, somebody's in the shower. No, I can't go in the shower. All right. Well, I'm going to wait a little bit to take care of this up. Oh, well, now the other one's in the shower. Well, now they've both taken a shower. I have to wait for the water heater to fill back up. In the meantime, I go do something else, and then, like, Suzanne will start doing the dishwasher. So it's like there's some satirism. I'm like, it's one in the friggin' afternoon. I need to take a shower. <laughs> huh. Because Sarah sleeps a lot, and I barely sleep at all. That is not an issue with me. Like, frequently, I'm the last to get to bed and the first to get up. Ooh. Yeah, that's me, too. So, yeah, I, I don't really – That that's not a familiar experience for me. Pat, we haven't heard from you yet. Um, I have uh, like a bathroom routine, I guess, but I, uh, there's no the way my life is. There's no way I can be on any kind of set schedule. Um, the hours that I work, I never know how much I'm going to work and how long it's going to be. And and I sleep odd hours. I sleep when I can. You know, I haven't on top of a weird schedule. I have insomnia, so um, my sleep schedule is all over the place. So my actual like getting ready for anything schedule is whatever so what i have is basically anytime i decide it's time to like get myself you know ready for the world to see how fabulous i am <laughs> i have a, a routine i go through then i, I suppose is what i can go through is like you know so it's, it's you know i got to start the music whatever music i feel like listening to at that point um i have a you know hook it up to the speakers and get the music going get the shower going because i like to get the shower warmed up, not because I necessarily need to, but because I like to get in the you know, shower when it's all like, you know, steamy and hot and, you know, foggy and shit. So I like a really hot shower. 
So oh. I let that I let that get going, you know, for about five or ten minutes while I brush my teeth. Five or ten stop. minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay, now you've crossed the line. What? You let the shower run for five or ten minutes before you get in? Mm-hmm. See, I could. I'm talking like three. No, I let it run for like five or ten minutes. Like I said, I, I'd put it on its hottest, you know, and let it run for like five minutes or so. Huh. Yeah. Because I, like I said, I like to get in when, you know, like I like for my feet to be warm on the, you know, on the on the bottom and like the, everything to be foggy and stuff. All that kind of, yeah, it's really, you know, that's what I like. The mirror's all fogged up, everything. Weirdo. Crazy. I like to turn it into a sauna. Huh. Um, and then, uh, then after that, it's, you know, so while, while it's all get, getting all ready, it's when I do any kind of like, you know, uh, cutting, primping, plucking of my hair and beard and whatever, and, and just random facial hair and shit like that, or random shaving and stuff and whatever that kind of stuff needs to be done or, you know, or I'll, or I'll do my constitutional as Mike says, or <laughs> clean the litter box or whatever, you know, while it's all getting ready and then take the shower. And I, I usually take like a half hour, 45 minute showers. Jesus. Yeah. It's a production, you know? But I mean, it's like a, it's like a almost like you no, know, because frequently I'll do it after at the end of a shift, you know. So it's almost like a like ritualistic in that sense, you know. In in the fact, it's like it's either before a shift starts or after, you know. I'll, I'll work like a twenty hour shift, you know, and it's a way to either kind of break down or to rev up one or the other, depending on like that. I understand what, when you get to get home from work, like with the hours you work, yeah, taking yeah. a long shower it makes a bit more sense. Do you guys ever yeah. do a shower beer in the afternoon? Yep. Yep. Uh I don't actually. You got to do it, man. Ice cold beer, super hot shower. You guys ever tried the orange in the shower? An orange? I've yeah. heard of this. What? Supposedly, if you, I, I tried it once, <laughs> and you know, I enjoyed it. I didn't think it was like euphoric, like a lot of people said. But um, yeah, it's like if you eat a a, a, a cold fresh orange in the shower, like you know the the fact that your senses are more uh, open and you know and all that kind of stuff. It's like the citrus smell and everything, you know, combined with the. Oh, it's probably because it's so steamy. The citrus, just like farting in the shower, it smells worse in there. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a different, you know, a different, t- different side of the same coin. A fart or an orange, you know. <laughs> Remind me to never borrow change from you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was cucumbers, whatever. But yeah, um, and then if I if I'm taking if I decide to take a bath, then it's uh, you know, just run the bath and put the bath salts in, and you know, I'll sit in the bath for like you know, thirty, forty-five minutes too. I can't. I can't remember the last time I took a bath. I can't remember I, the last time I fit in a bath. <laughs> I like I like to lay in the bath and and uh, either listen to music or or watch you know YouTube or Netflix or something. Huh. Yeah. See, I can't I, I can't do baths because I can either soak my legs or I can soak my soak my uh, torso and arms. Can't do both and at see, the same I, time. I start. I, I fell in love with baths at the last house I lived in, which had an amazing amazing bathroom, and I miss it so much. It had a big old Roman tub. With jets in it and everything, so yeah, I fell in love with baths there, and now I'm just nice. Yeah, I, I don't fit in this tub as well, but I mean, whatever. It's still, you know, I I like baths now, so I don't want to stop. See, at this but, house, oh. uh, real quick, I was gonna say there yeah. is a there is a bit of things you got to do, you know, that I have to do for a bath because I don't want to lay in my own filth. I'm I'm not, you know, some kind of weirdo. So you have to take a shower first. You take a quick what? shower first and clean what? yourself off, and then you run the bath. And then you take your bath, and then after the bath, you take another shower to clean yourself off from all the stuff from the bath, and then you're done. That's too much. That's a lot of work. That's why I don't take a bath like every day. It's just you know, like probably you know, twice a week or something. Uh, 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 well, this house came with the jacuzzi tub and the master, and I number one, it takes too long to fill. And number two, 
I use it to give Lucy a bath anymore just <laughs> because it's just a, it's a waste of space in my opinion. You put the dog in the jacuzzi? Well, I, I, I've got like an attachment to the, um, to the spigot that I use. It's got a little like, um, like a little shower head on it. And I use that to, to clean her off. And it's big enough that, you know, she can get in there and, um, you know, I can, without having to use the actual bathtub and get dog hair down the main bathtub. So, huh. But yeah. It, it's a, it, it literally is, uh, if I had my choice, I would have rather they have that bathroom and turned it into something else, you know, more storage space or something. Yeah, it's just a waste of space. If I had a jacuzzi, I would be in there every fucking night. Yeah, they're awesome. So. I, you know, I don't like the jacuzzi tubs in houses. Having actually had an external outside the house hot tub at my dad's place, it's just not the same. I agree. 100% agree. Yeah, it's, it's 100% not the same, but it's still, I mean, it's still a nice little relaxing one-person experience. Why did you say it like that? Because like hot tubs for outside are, you know, they're more fun like with a group or with a, you know, with a couple, you know, but like oh, random strangers that show up and stew in your own filth. Yeah, any any, any hobo that wants to come in and take a bath, <laughs> yeah. whatever, you know, make tell you lure them into your web. A get local a, deer, get a deer, <laughs> some sort of hobo and a couple of potatoes, and you got a stew going. <laughs> you got a stew going, baby. Where it goes. What do you wish your bathroom had? A bidet. Yeah. I want I want one of those crazy ass Japanese toilets, man. Me too. Like yes. I I'd never spend the money on it, but like if it was in my house, I'd love it. Oh yeah. They have when, the one um, wipe when, clean, I, blow you dry. Talk to you while you're pooping. Yeah, they Joel, <laughs> they have one that'll actually make noise for you that like it it knows when you're farting, so it'll like make counteractive noise to so people won't hear it. You know, I've always said the toilet should have that feature. That's crazy. I've been like, why can't they just reverse the, you know, the sound waves like they, you know, like they do for silent motion submarines? You know, why can't they put that in a toilet? The Japanese did. Yeah. I, I love the Japanese. Living in the wrong continent. But um, I stayed at the Aria one time when I was in Vegas, and they had one of those really fancy toilets that had like all the, you know, different things, and oh, I was it was awesome. See, I, I, I would I would go to a hotel like that. I would just be like, oh, I'm good. Yeah, just gonna stay here. Well, I did one night. One night I didn't go. Ga- <laughs> didn't go gamble. Didn't do anything. I just stayed in the room, watched TV, and and just hugged the toilet. I wasn't sick or anything. I just you know, <laughs> I just love that toilet so much. <laughs> yeah, I love you toilet. So the Japanese, I love you too, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> Can I marry my toilet? Sure. <laughs> so I want to. I want to poop in my wife. Wait a minute. What? Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> uh. Well, I guess the show's done for this week. <laughs> Things so, took a weird turn. Joel, what are we talking about next week? Not this, thank God. <laughs> uh, uh, let me regroup for a second here. <clears throat> All right. Uh, next week, we are going to be talking about something we had premised earlier on, and um, we're finally getting around to. We're going to get our Minty Python on and the Flying Circus. Yes. So we have required viewing for all of us. I mean, we've a lot of us have, or I think all three of us have grown up with these guys. Uh, and uh, we're taking a look at, you know, some movies, some sketches that we're standing out. As yeah, some... and what the guys have done in the years since, those survivors. Yeah. If you want to tell us about your favorite Python skit or uh, give us a thumbs up or thumbs down on all the bathroom talk this week, you can let us know at 708 now wrap. That's 708-669-9727. Yep. 
is a great comeback show right here. Full, <laughs> full of shit. This is what you were waiting for, people. Yeah. <laughs> this is what happens when you let us regroup and take a rest. Uh, so, we're, like, we're like, we need we need to recharge. How can we open up the gates? Let's talk about poop. <laughs> so, older shows, iTunes, Blueberry, Stitcher, TalkShoe, Podverse FM, Noon FM, and go to podchaser.com and leave us a review, please. You can also listen to all of our shows there and... Uh, you know, just please let us know what you think. We always want to hear from you guys. Poop. <laughs> pee pee pee. I would totally love one of those Japanese talks to you, sings you a little song in the morning. <laughs> Mine would just be like, please no. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to name it Mojo. <laughs> Pray for Mojo. <laughs> what have I done to you? <laughs> It's probably more like <laughs> I can't talk. I don't like their music and I don't want to get covered in goop. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.